and you will see me because I go to the Father. Because I go to the Father. Then some of his disciples said among themselves, what is this that he says to us? A little while, and you will not see me. And again, a little while, and you will see me, and because I go to the Father. And I mean, we can understand what's a little while. Is it a little while an hour? Is it a little while a day? Is it a couple days? Is it a month? (laughs) We can understand that. And you're going to the Father? They said, therefore, what is this that he says? This is talking among themselves. What is this that he says? A little while. We do not know what he is saying. Now Jesus knew that they desired to ask him, and he said to them, Are you inquiring among yourselves about what I said? A little while, and you will not see me. And again, a little while, and you will see me. Assuredly, I say to you, that you will weep and lament, but the world will rejoice. And you will be sorrowful, but your sorrow (coughs) will be turned into joy. A woman, when she is in labor, has sorrow because her hour has come. But as soon as she has given birth to the child, she no longer remembers the anguish for joy that a human being has been born into the world. Therefore you now have sorrow, but I will see you again, and your heart will rejoice, and your joy no one will take from you, and in that day you will ask me nothing. Most assuredly I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. Until now you have asked nothing in my name. Ask, and you will receive, that your joy may be full. Now, I don't know if it showed up on the screen or not, but the title of this message today that I gave to it is Joy, Love, Peace in Jesus. Because Jesus is going to address the joy that will be theirs. The the love that they will experience, and the peace that will be theirs. All of these things are in a hostile environment, but they will be their authentic experience in the midst of the hostile environment. Joy, joy, joy is coming your way. Ladies and gentlemen, are we in favor of joy? We want joy. And Jesus is saying, joy will be yours. But they're asking, they're discussing among themselves, what is Jesus saying? A little while, and then a little while, and then... But he answers their question. Most assuredly, I say to you that you will weep and lament, but the world will rejoice. Well, with our 2020 hindsight, we know exactly what he's talking about. When he is arrested and taken from them, They will begin to weep. They will begin to lament. And then they will witness the false false charges. They will witness the trial. They will witness the crucifixion and the placing of his carcass into a tomb. And they will be weeping, weeping, weeping. 
Now, God has given them the message. Jesus has given them the message, but at the same time, he gave them the message so they could later remember it. The Son of Man is going to be arrested. He's going to be crucified, and then he will rise from the dead. And what was the immediate response of the apostles? Peter, as their chief spokesman, Oh Lord, not so, not so, not so. Get behind me, Satan, for you do not savor the things that be of God, but the things that be of men. How could they forget that he had repeatedly said to them, I'm going to be arrested, I'm going to be crucified, and I'm going to rise from the dead on the third day. He said it to them over and over, and yet it's as if he never said any such thing to them. So all I can do is conjecture, all we can do is conjecture. God gave them a recollection of those words later, but at this point he's given them divine deafness. They can't remember, and they are in sorrow, they are in mourning, such that even when the women come and tell them, we've seen the resurrected Jesus, they're like, what? What are you talking about? And they won't remember that it had already told them till later. Most assuredly, I say to you that you will weep and lament, but the world will rejoice. The world is so happy because they killed this one who was the threat to them. The world will rejoice and you will be sorrowful, but your sorrow will be turned into joy. Your sorrow will be turned into joy. A woman, when she is in labor, has sorrow because her hour has come, but as soon as she has given birth to the child, she no longer remembers the anguish for joy that a human being has been born into the world. And in the same way, you're going to rejoice. You're going to rejoice. Your sorrow will be cut short, and replaced with joy. Therefore, you now have sorrow, but I will see you again, and your heart will rejoice. And your joy, no one will take from you. Your joy, no one will take from you. Now, these men to whom he's speaking, what will be their life experience? They're going to become followers of Jesus, taking the gospel out to the world into a hostile environment. Every one of them will be martyred. The only one who won't die at the hands of his intended killers will be John the Apostle, and it won't be because they haven't tried. They will actually, I've seen two different, for one that he's thrown into boiling oil, the other was that the boiling oil was poured on him, but it was meant to execute him, and it failed. <laughs> they carried out the sentence, and it didn't kill him. And so they sent him off to the Isle of Patmos, to the east of modern-day Turkey, excuse me, the west of modern-day Turkey, and it was while there that uh, Jesus appeared to him, and we have the book of Revelation. <laughs> As an, uh, but why was he there? Because he was in a penal colony, a Roman penal colony, because their sentence of death had failed. Thomas will go to India, and he will establish a work there that's still there today called the Martoma Church, the witness of Thomas Church. Andrew is crucified on an X-shaped cross. <laughs> He's crucified up in Ukraine. These people went out to the world 
They did take the gospel around the world, and Jesus was with them every step of the way. And they died with joy. Joy. Your heart will rejoice, and your joy no one will take from you. What a testimony! Ladies and gentlemen, I hate to tell you this, but this is the plan. God puts us in trials so that we can stand before an audience that is watching that expects lamentation, and instead they hear outbursts of joy. They hear outbursts of joy because we're entering the presence of our Savior, our Redeemer. That is why the martyrs in Rome had such a powerful impact. We're crucifying these people. We're burning them at the stake. We're doing all, we're throwing them to the lions. They ought to be mourning. Instead, they're, oh, yeah, okay. Hi, Jesus. Hello, Jesus. What? What? What does Vincent know that I don't know? What does Steve know that I don't know that gives them the freedom to rejoice when we are afflicting them as much as we possibly can. Why isn't our tormenting of them succeeding? Because they know something I don't know. That Jesus, my fist can go into their face only as far as I have divine permission. I can throw these three guys into a, into a furnace of fire, and if Jesus says no, they will not burn up, they will not burn up. I can cast them into a den of lions, and if Jesus says no, the lions will not consume them. The lions will not consume them. Or if they do, if they are burned up or they are consumed, so what? They're entering the glorious presence of Jesus. Folks, there's no bad ending to the Christian walk. Your joy, will they will not be able to take it away from you. Your joy no one will take from you. And in that day, you will ask nothing. Your questions will have been answered. Most assuredly, I say to you that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. The day-to-day way by which God's kingdom is operated will alter. Up to this point, you've been asking the Father directly. The day is coming you're going to ask the Father to respond to you in my name. You're going to be praying in my name. Why? We know because when Jesus came out of the tomb, that was when, and he ascended into the presence of the Father, all authority in heaven and on earth was given to him. God the Father handed off the management of the estate to God the Son, which was the standard operating procedure in the Roman world, in the Greek world, <laughs> that the head of the estate handed off when his, when his oldest son demonstrated maturity, <laughs> demonstrated capacity to manage the estate, he would hand off the estate. Well, that's exactly the format that we see Jesus saying here. All authority in heaven and on earth will be given to me. And so when you pray to the Father in days to come, pray in my name because he's handed the management of the kingdom off to me. He hasn't abandoned his authority, but the day-to-day running of the estate, 
will come to me. Most assuredly, I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. Until now, you have asked nothing in my name. Ask, and you'll receive that your, let me use that word again, Jesus says, joy, that your joy may be full. That your joy may be full. You're in a hostile environment. You're going to be attacked, but they cannot rob you of your joy. A beautiful illustration, this is found later in the book of Acts, where Paul and Silas are thrown into the jail. (laughs) And they're sitting there in the jail, chained. What are they doing in the jail in the middle of the night? They're singing hymns of praise to God. And everybody in the jail can hear them. And suddenly, there's an earthquake. But it's not just, well, it is an earthquake, but it has some actually odd results, outcomes. Uh, Since when do earthquakes cause chains to fall off people's wrists? (laughs) And all the jail doors will fly open. That's kind of a weird outcome from an earthquake. But that's what happens. And what's really amazing is none of the prisoners flee. They all have their jail doors flying open, their cell doors flying open, but they all sit there. And the jailer, he just sees the doors have flown open. He assumes everybody's fled. He's about to fall on his sword, commit suicide, when Paul says, stop, stop, stop. (laughs) Everybody's here. And then, okay, what do you guys know that I don't know? How in the world has this happened? And they explain the gospel to him, and the jailer and his entire household are swept into the kingdom. Who is in charge? Who is in charge? And the God of Paul and Silas that shepherded him through them through that experience is the same God who is with him you in your test. Glory to him. Until now you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. What a testimony that will be. These things I have spoken to you in figurative language. What's the figurative language? The illustration used of the woman giving birth to the child. I gave you an illustration, a figure of a woman who is in, she's in the process of giving birth. I've never done that, but we have a couple ladies here who have done that, and uh, that's a test. That's a difficult process. (laughs) The time is coming when I will no longer speak to you in figurative language, but I will tell you plainly about the Father. In that day, you will ask in my name... And I do not say to you that I will pray the Father for you, for the Father himself loves you. You will pray to the Father in my name, and he will respond directly to you. For the Father himself loves you because you have loved me and have believed that I came forth from God. You believe the testimony that I gave you. I'm from above. What is, if you read through John's gospel, 
what is the repeated, 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 repeated statement of Jesus about himself? I'm from the Father. I'm from heaven. <laughs> I'm from the Father. I'm from, have you heard this? I'm from the Father. I am the Son of God. I am the Son of God. In the Gospel of John, chapter 5, when he's healed the man at the pool of Bethesda, the Jewish leadership, they put him, have already put him on the hit list because he actually dared to heal somebody on the Sabbath, but they put him on the hit list for a second time because he said, I am the Son of God. Oh, that's blasphemy. How dare you? Well, tell me what evidence you have that I am not telling you the truth. What did I just do? I healed a man who had an infirmity for 38 years. He was a fixture at the, at the pool. He was a fixture there. He was there probably for 38 years. All of those. And I healed him. What further proof do you need? I am the son of God. When he encountered the young man born blind, whom he had healed after the young man born blind got kicked out of the synagogue, Jesus uh, finds him and he says to him, have you believed in the Son of God? Well, who is he, Lord, that I may believe in him? You have both seen him, and it is he who is speaking with you. And he believed and worshipped. Yes, that is the word that John uses, and worshipped him. The day is coming when the Father will respond to you in, in, you've been speaking to me, you've been making a request of me, you will pray to the Father in my name, and he will, the Father himself loves you, because you have loved me and have believed that I came forth from God. I came forth from the Father, and have come into the world. Again, I leave the world and go to the Father. His disciples said to him, See, now you are speaking plainly and using no figure of speech. Now we are sure that you know all things and have no need that anyone should question you. By this we believe that you came forth from God. Jesus answered them, Do you now believe? Indeed, the hour is coming, yes, has now come, that you will be scattered, each to his own, and will leave me alone. And yet I am not alone, because the Father is with me. These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of a good cheer. I have overcome the world. Joy, love, peace. You're going to have joy. Your sorrow will be turned into joy. And no one will take your joy from you. You will be the object of the Father's love. Because of your loyalty, your devotion, your love for me, the Father will love you. And he will devote himself. He will devote himself. He doesn't just love you with his feelings. Oh, you know, that fellow Jesse, he is such a f fine fellow. <sniffs> Moving right along. No, he shows up in Jesse's life. He loves 
him. And he demonstrates his love for us. And what's the most... He demonstrates his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. But that love doesn't end there. It is incessant. Day to day to day to day, God the Father loves us. And now we move on to peace. Are these men going to be walking in a wonderful paradise in days to come? No. They're going to be walking in a very hostile environment. As I mentioned earlier, all of them are going to die because of their loyalty to Jesus. They're going to be executed because of their loyalty to Jesus. The only exception, as I already mentioned, is John the Apostle, and it wasn't because they didn't try. I came forth from the Father and have come into the world. Again, I leave the world and go to the Father. I'm going to go to the Father. I'm going to sit at the right hand of the Father. The place of authority, the place of power. His disciples said to him, See, now you are speaking plainly and using no figure of speech. Now we are sure that you know all things and have no need that anyone should question you. By this we believe that you came forth from God. (coughs) Jesus answered, Do you now believe? Indeed, the hour is coming, yes, is now come, that you will be scattered, each to his own, and will leave me alone. They're all, now the one that is held out to us, we know the most about, is Peter. But they all, to one degree or another, were Peter imitators. Do you now believe, indeed, the hour is coming, yes, is now come, that you will be scattered, each to his own, and will leave me alone. And yet I am not alone, because the Father is with me. They are all going to fail. Let me ask you a question. You don't have to raise your hand. You don't have to raise... Have you ever failed God? Have you ever failed God? Does God therefore wash his hands of you? Does he wash his hands of me? No, he does not. He is there as our Father, ready to forgive, ready to restore. You know what? God isn't like me. God isn't like you. God doesn't get, when we are ready to throw in the towel on ourselves, he's not. He is the God who is the God of mercy and grace. The scripture literally says God loves mercy. Aren't we glad? Aren't we glad that our God loves mercy? He is more merciful to us than we are willing to be with ourselves. When we're ready to wash our hands of ourselves, he is not. He is there. These things I have spoken to you, the hour is coming, yes, and has now come, that you will be scattered each to his own and will leave me alone, and yet I am not alone because the Father is with me. These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. Peace. 
peace, be still. Peace, be still. Be quiet. Be quiet. I remember during World War II, there was a medic during World War II, and he was attached to the army, and I believe it was in Italy, and he was a Christian. He was a pacifist. This guy, but he got drafted into the army, and they made him a medic. And this guy, I'm trying, I think he might have been awarded the Medal of Honor <laughs> because he rescued scores of soldiers in the face of enemy fire, running out in open sight of the enemy, picking up wounded soldiers and carrying them back. And he did it over and over, and he was never touched by a single bullet. And when asked later about it, people were shocked at the way he had acted. And he said, well, I knew without God's permission, they, no, they couldn't lay a finger on me. And he gave all the glory to God. He had peace in the middle of a battle. He had peace. They can't touch me without divine permission. Folks, that is the reality all the time, everywhere. All the time, everywhere. Have we not had testimonies in this congregation of people who, have, who should have been killed that instead God completely delivered and there was no other explanation but that God said, you're mine, you cannot be touched or I will deliver you from your affliction. These things I have spoken to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. I'm not, Jesus isn't saying, isn't lying to them. You are going to be in a hostile environment. In the world you will have trials, tribulation. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. The world will not succeed in its purpose. You will be welcomed. Every one of these men here experienced the welcoming embrace of the Lord Jesus Christ himself when they stepped into his presence. The world will be shamed. The world is passing away and its lusts and its value system. But he who does the will of God, what's the rest of it? He who does the will of God survives, is victorious, is victorious. Let's pray together. Our Lord, what you have said to these 11 men is also meant for us. You are the absolute victor in our life experience. Earlier, we prayed for numerous people. We prayed for Raider, who needs to be cleansed of cancer. We prayed for Steve, who's going through a court system issue up in New York State. We gave thanks to you for the way in which you are shepherding George's daughter, Erica. 
We have prayed for people who are about to experience or beginning to experience a hurricane. We prayed for Jeremy Barley. We prayed for Julie and the issue she's dealing with. We prayed for the Medina family. And Lord, we gave you praise, but we also are offering prayer for them. For our brothers and sisters in Afghanistan and around the world who are experiencing persecution, but you are the Lord even in those hostile situations. We prayed for our brother Tom Huff and for his physical injury that you will cleanse him of it. Javier in his back pain. Lord, we ask that you would make a name for yourself in the life experience of these people and that we would be able to pass the praise along to you. Lord, we have joy and peace. They belong to us because we are the object of the Father's love and of your love. We give you thanks for the reality that is the Christian message. In your name, Shepherd Jesus, we give thanks and praise. Amen.